D. Yo. Uh, 14 and 2 are not equal. You know that, obviously, but I, I, I just thought I'd say that. Just just going to throw that out there. Huh? Exactly. This is the Believe in 49ers podcast <laughs> on the Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Plenty to get to on this show, including some math, which I know my man ED didn't know that there would be math a part of this show. Heck, I didn't know that there would be math a part of this show, but uh, just <laughs> saw some numbers and figured I'd, I'd break it down. So I'm, I'm going to get on get on my soapbox a little bit uh, about that. We'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about some Trey Lance uh, as well. Uh Kyle Shanahan sort of echoing what, what my man E.D. said last week as it relates to Talanoa Hufanga and the plays he's making. He's making a push to be in that starting lineup, so we'll get into that as well. As always, we want to encourage you to download, subscribe, rate, and review. We're located wherever you find your podcast. If there's a like button on your particular uh, podcast subscription service, go ahead and hit that like button. Uh, feel free to get involved in the show. Uh, hit us up on social media, on Twitter. I'm at rhaylock. He is at underscore. Eric Davis underscore and on Instagram I'm at watch Ray Ray and he is at Eric Davis underscore 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 repeat repeat underscore underscore yeah repeat yeah that's it Um, that's it as always I thought I was gonna forget but I I, I remembered I'm I'm patting myself on the back literally right here right now Um, thought thought I was gonna forget the, the the new IG handle yeah my man has a new IG handle so uh, make sure you go ahead and, and hit him up. Uh, hit him up there on IG. Um, as always, we're presented by the fine folks at Bet Online. Look, there's so much to get into, right? In, in terms of, you got baseball. You know, kind of winding down here. You're getting into the the pennant races, the 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 home stretch of the baseball season. Uh, you got WNBA action. You got uh, NFL action about to get going here. Is we're just you know days uh from from week one starting so whatever it is whatever you're into just hit up the fine folks at bet online and you can visit the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit so before the next big game head on over to bet online and start playing today bet online your online sports book experts time for me to tell you guys about balance seven so um i know your guy your guy. Yeah. Lamar Odoms. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know that that's your guy, right? Love Good LO. People. Love him. Yeah, you love him, buddy. And I don't know if you heard about it, but he's thinking about taking up professional basketball over in Spain soon. And I was reading his press release that he's taking this pH balance and alkaline sub, sub, uh, supplement called Balance 7. And that is really what he says said helped him bounce back from his hospitalization that we all know about in 2015. He even said that he has an enormous amount of energy now, which is good for me, and it's important when working out. That is really important when working out. He says, I always need more energy to level up, and I couldn't agree with you more, Lamar. And the cool thing is that we got this promotion running with Balance 7 right now, where if you go to their website, balance7.com, and use the code BELIEVE, you guys know it, B-L-E-A-V. Use that at checkout, and you'll get a, a free four-ounce bottle of My Smooth Skin radio's favorite product that's right you get that with you get that with any purchase of a balance seven product and that right there guys that free bottle is a 13.99 value so i'd say that in itself is worth you checking out balance seven so again head to balance7.com use the code believe at checkout and you can get in on this promotion check it out you know my guy 
I, I guess I, I need to as well because I know my guy's gonna go get his his old smooth skin working. <laughs> he's, he's a pretty boy it. like that. You know it. <laughs> <laughs> what we got today? We man? got we gotta let this soul glow. You know what I'm saying? We gotta let it glow. We gotta let, let we gotta let it shine through. Absolutely. <laughs> We got to let it shine through. Yeah, you oh, youngsters that don't, oh, don't know so that reference, smooth. check it out. <laughs> that's, that's right. Um, so I, I figure we've entered the point of the season now where um, it's gamesmanship, right? Um, and, and so. Yes. <sighs> you know, what? I love how you said it. We've, we've gone beyond lying season. <laughs> we know lying season. And, and football has this, you know, you have your regular season, you have your playoffs, um, then you have your free agency, then you hit lying season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> after after the draft, um, you go you go through lying season, and then you get back into the regular season. Yeah. So, yeah. So we are now getting into a new season that you called. I'm sorry. Go again. Yeah, <laughs> gamesmanship, right? Like, like yep, we've entered yep. that season of gamesmanship, right? And so, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna, I'm just going to just go down the timeline, right? And and if any point that I'm not doing it right, or or, or you or you see something wrong with, with this argument, just go ahead and point it out. All right, Ed. So here we are. Um, Niners make a trade; they move up in the draft or whatever, right? Um, obviously, the thought is they're going to get a quarterback, Kyle Shanahan. John Lynch, for the most part, Jimmy's still our guy, right? They draft said quarterback, and ends up being Trey uh-huh. Lance. Even after that, Kyle, mm-hmm. John, Jimmy's still our guy. Uh, entering training camp, Kyle, Jimmy's our guy. He, he's our he's our quarterback. Um, we get through two preseason games. The question is posed to uh, Kyle Shanahan. Um. You know, are is Jimmy Garoppolo your starter? Are are you ready to name oh, him your starter? Oh, wait, wait, wait! But you went through. You left out one little important um, um, reference point there between the draft and Jimmy still being our guy, and the camp and preseason started. You had this podcast where he went on saying, "I was really frustrated that I didn't get frustrated an opportunity to go Staff- after yeah. Matt Stafford." Yeah. So you left that out. Yeah, yeah. But then. He went back to Jimmy's our guy. Then he went back to Jimmy. Jimmy's our guy, right? Um, and now, now after preseason game number two, Trey Lance throws a couple of touchdown passes. Kyle in the post game pressers posed the question: uh, Is who's your starting quarterback? Is Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo your starting quarterback? Kyle says, uh, "Not really ready to answer that right now, but good try." Um, okay. And then you fast forward a couple <laughs> days later, right? To uh, practice, Kyle, it's brought up again because now obviously it's news. Everybody's jumping on this. Oh, my gosh, Niners don't know who the starting quarterback is yet. You know, Kyle mm-hmm. Shanahan doesn't want to give the answer, yada, yada, yada. So it's, it's it comes up again after practice. And, and and yeah, yada, yada, yada is what he said, Summer. And so <laughs> and, and so Kyle's like, well, I have an idea, um, but I'm not going to name it yet. Uh, they asked Jimmy if he has an idea. Jimmy all smiles. I mean, you can see you can see all those pearly whites. All smiles. I have an idea too, right? But you know, Kyle obviously is going to give uh, his answer. Um, 
we've entered this part of the season in gangsmanship, and I'm going to tell you why. Kyle's been telling us the whole time that Jimmy's the starting quarterback. If you look at what's happened so far in the preseason, in two games, Jimmy's played two series. Mm-hmm. In two games, Trey Lance has played a total of 14 series, right? Mm-hmm. If this was mm-hmm. truly, truly, truly a quarterback competition, um, I would think that those numbers would be a little bit different. Now, you go around the league. You, you look right. You look at in L.A. You look with the Chargers. You look at the, the competition just to be the number two starting quarterback, right? How they've divvied up those reps between uh, Easton Stick and, and Chase Daniel. You look at how Urban Meyer divvied up the reps out there with Trevor Lawrence uh, and, and Minshew before, you know, mm-hmm. naming Lawrence yeah. the starter. Um, you look at Denver. You look at Teddy Bridgewater. And and uh, I forget the kid's name. Um, Drew Locke. Drew Locke, right? Everybody's favorite Locke, Drew Locke, right? Um, and you look at the way that has kind of split up, right? If there's a competition, you kind of want to see how this player looks with the ones, how that player looks with the ones. You're going to mix in a little bit of the game stuff with obviously true. the stuff that's going on in practice, right? If Jimmy Garoppolo only has played two series in the preseason. That tells me Kyle Shanahan, as a coach, feels as if okay, he's the he's the vet. Let's get him in here, just in some game situations. Let him just you know kind of work on some things, whatever. Get him out of there, right? You know, as long as long as he's upright, safe, and healthy. That said, Niners came down to Los Angeles and they had one of those joint practices that we all love against the Chargers, right? I was out there on. Thursday. They had two of them. There's one on Thursday, one on Friday. By my calculation, Jimmy G was the guy pretty much running the show, right? Um, so to think that Trey is going to be the opening day starter is just a, preposterous to me, right? In that we're all like so many people, so, so many members of the faithful are kind of feeding into this that there's really some sort of competition here when I'm not of the belief that we're at that point because nothing that Kyle has done and nothing that he said up to this point is making me feel like there's actually truly a competition. But instead, we know Trey's going to play. We know there's some things that Kyle, of course, has not shown this preseason that Trey is going to be able to do. And and so it just gives another layer to it so that if you're if you're one of those players on the one of those teams on the 49ers schedule all of a sudden like you're going to have the game plan for this right so at this particular point in time there's no competitive advantage for Kyle Shanahan to actually quote unquote name a starter although he did that 3 months ago a- am i wrong here ed no you're absolutely correct um We've had this discussion on, and we did this one on, actually on the pod where we were talking about um, where you were saying the 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 faith in or lack thereof in um, Kyle Shanahan's comments, and, yeah. and I told you at that time, I told you at that time, I believe Kyle. I believe that he says that he means what he says when he says it. I believe it. Mm-hmm. So that, that's why I said I believed that he, I believed him when you know all the backtracking people like you read too much into it. I'm like I'm I, I'm not making this up. I heard him say I was frustrated. I was like that's an emotional response to something that happened when he didn't get Stafford. Okay, what what you can go into all the details or as to why you were frustrated, but but that lets me know how you thought about your quarterback. Okay, and that's moving in the future. But I heard him say that Trey's not ready to play. 
I heard him saying that Trey's not, it's not even remotely fair for me to think that Trey can compete against Jimmy right now. Jimmy's been in this offense. He understands the offense. He's a pro quarterback. He has the game experience. He, of course, he's going to be better than Trey right now. So I believe that. I believed him when he said that. So when he keeps saying he's our guy, he's our guy, I get it. He's our guy of right now. I also believe and I've seen it play out too many times that you can't be, I told you, you can't be in love. You can like two quarterbacks. You can like two quarterbacks, but you can only be in love with one. And and the one that you fall in love with is going to be your guy, and you're going to roll with him. We know that they don't love Jimmy Garoppolo. They don't love him. You prove that and because you said it out loud when you moved up in the draft, you got your quarterback, you're all giddy about that. And, and so you let me know you don't love you don't love Jimmy. You showed me that you love Trey. Yeah. That's why you did what you did to get him. You made the moves that you made to get this particular guy because you could have gotten someone else. You could have selected another player in that position with the same equity and you hand selected that guy. I know you love him. For that position, you got who you love. Now, all of that being said, doesn't mean that you were lying when you said the other guy's better than him right now. And that's what you have to do. The, the Niners have an opportunity to win right now. So I believe him when he says Trey's going to play. I heard him say that a while back. Nobody even asked. Unsolicited. Trey's going to play. He's going to play. Yeah. We're going to have packages for him. I believe that. So now, guess what? How much is he going to play? I got a game coming up. There's no reason for me to tell people. Why don't you Why don't you waste, let's say, 10 minutes a day practicing for, you know, you know these read plays, these read options, these quarterback runs. Why don't you Why don't you waste time doing all of that as opposed to the quick routes and things like that, that I'm going to get out of Jimmy's hands. Why don't you work on this, all this moving the pockets, just things that when you're working on those things, you can't work on the other things. And that's a real thing, right? Like you've been there before. You've, yes. you've done that, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. You only have so, you have, you only have so many uh, minutes and you, you know, I mean, you can only burn so much daylight, right? You only get so much. No, seriously. That is for you sure. You only get so much. So you, you, you can only practice so many different things. And it's really hard. First week of the season, it's really hard those first couple of weeks because you don't have a lot to go off of. Um, if Kyle is this genius play caller and designer that we all think he think um, he is, then you're going to be in a situation to where he's got all offseason to draw up these plays. And he's been drawing up these plays for this guy even before he drafted him and all these type things. you got to start thinking about that. you got to start practicing for it. And the hardest part is that you're practicing for things that you haven't even seen. Yeah. So, yes, you can waste a lot of time. So, gamesmanship, you're absolutely right. I don't believe that this is a situation that this guy is playing because he's going to play whenever they want him to play. Kyle already said it. I said it before Kyle did. And um, I'd like to think we're both pretty smart football guys. He can't beat him out. He's not going to be – he's not going to – play better than him can he have some wow plays that jimmy won't have yes because he has more wow in his body in his physical makeup there's more wow wow in him than than there is in jimmy period as yeah. an athlete yeah 
So so he's going to have those wow wow moments. Now the question is, can he have more consistency of good than Jimmy? I don't think so, not yet. And Cal doesn't think so yet. So that's where I see it. Um, and so I don't think you're wrong for thinking that. I think that's why you haven't seen at practice who gets all the first team reps. Jimmy, even when they give give some of the first team reps to um to um Trey, you still get more for Jimmy because that's his huddle. That you want to put him in those situations and practices where you put guys in the situations you want to see them work through and you go through. It's, it's situational football. You don't just run around at practice with no, you know, rhyme or reason or purpose. Everything is a, a specific situation and you're trying to put guys in specific situations. You can script the practice to be as difficult or simple as you choose. Um, so with that being said, Jimmy's been doing all of that and in the games, when they're not game planning and they're not doing anything, I don't need to see a lot from Jimmy because I know he can run my playbook. Yeah. And that's, and that's why that's truly where I think it is. So now that's the end of that. Now, are there things that I want to see from Jimmy differently? Yes. I saw something in this last game, even in his limited play that I didn't like, um, which I think is going to lend to, I was on I was on KMBR. I was on you know yesterday. I think it was KMBR. I was on there with Ray Ratto talking to them about it, and they asked me what am I looking forward to in the season. And I told him I said the first adverse adverse situation for the quarterback. Um, and, and I said I'm I said I I'm looking to see these guys. I said I'm not worried about health and all of this stuff and everything. I think they're going to bounce back. I said offensively, defensively, I think they're going to be good. I said but teams are built off of what they do when things go wrong. How do you get through it? Uh, and I said, I don't know these guys. I'm not I'm not around them every day to see it. None of the guys. I I, I see things. I see clips. I read them just like everyone else is doing. I'm not in the room. But when you're in the room, you know how guys handle good times. You know how they handle bad times. You know how they handle a loss of a game. You know how they handle the loss of a series. You know in the middle of the series when they make a huge mistake, how that affects them. You know in the middle of a series when they make a big play how that affects them. What's the mindset when things are going well? And what's the mind as opposed to the mindset when things aren't going well, you know, do you feel that ebb and flow of their emotions and, and do you see it in their play? All of these type things. So I want to see when that happens, if Jimmy is, as, as I mentioned um, on an earlier pod, is he, uh, is he an in spite of guy or is he going to just be, is he ready to go to his next stop? Yeah. Cause he knows they are ready to move on from him. Is he, has he already moved on from the um, organization and people are like, Oh, he gets a paycheck. He makes $27 million. He's going to do this. He's going to do that. People, he gets $27 million, whether his heart's in it or not. He makes $20 million, whether he's trying to prove a point or not. He makes $27 million, whether he, or whatever, I think that's his salary. He makes that whether he plays well or he's the backup. He, he 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 makes that money whether they bench him or start him. That has, so that, so take that off the table. The question is, what does he want to do as a player, and how is he wired? And that's what I want to see. Because um, I saw him in the game, and um, do I think today he's still a better option starting the season than Trey? Yes. Do I think? Um, he has gotten. It, it, I didn't see anything any different. Um, 
his he didn't look comfortable and confident in the huddle to me. Jimmy. It's just me. You got Jimmy. Yes, Jimmy. Yes. He didn't look confident and comfortable in the huddle, in the plays that he was running, in the things that he was doing. And that's just, again, that's just some little preseason snippets. And he, and, and that could be because, again, we aren't game planning. There are some, I'm not, I'm not, I expect to see certain things and those things aren't there because we're not game planning them. So I'm kind of running this play blind. That could be a part of it as well, but I'm going to watch that early on um, because if that takes hold and the confidence thing is something that is not expanding and we, you don't see that you don't see that um, envelop the entire huddle in the, in the field where you can just see, okay, this dude is confident and he can run this and he's got this and, and through the good or the bad, you know that it's going to work out. If you don't, Joey, I mean, Joey should do that. I mean, we, I, I told you about it, man. There are games we'd be behind. I remember playing the rounds. We were behind. We scored to get within three scores going into the fourth quarter. So time ran out. JT caught the ball and ran it all the way in as time ran out in the third quarter. It got us back within 17 points. And coming off the field, I'm giving Joe a high five. I was a youngster at that time. I'm running out for kickoff. I'm giving Joe a high five as he's coming to the sideline. Um, and I'm getting ready to go down to the other end. And he looked me straight in the face and he was like, oh, we got him now. E. <laughs> and, and, and they've been kicking our ass all night long. And, and I can tell you right now, I, he looked me in my eye and he said, Oh, we got him. He was like, e, we got him now. E. And I immediately believed him. I, I immediately knew we were going to win that game. Yeah. I, I mean, every, every, every part, there was not like one part of me, like, huh? That wasn't part of me like, like, well, damn, y'all better do something on offense. They kicking. No, I was like, okay. So that's the kind of confidence that the, you got to have in that guy and that dude, because confidence comes from doing, he gets back out and starts winning games. They're going to believe it. I want to see it. I want to see him do that because that gap is going to close. And I told you, if that gap gets close, you, you pay, you play Trey. You play Trey. Yeah. Be, because his body possesses more. Wow. So, um, Playing at the highest level, playing at the highest level is more about confidence than ability. It really is because, you know, I, I told you the best ability is ability. But if you're not confident in your abilities, then I'm not going to get your best. If, if that makes sense to you. I'm not, it, does, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you run a 4-2 if you're afraid to give it to me. Like I say all the time, these guys talk about these crazy fast receivers. And all that. This dude runs a 4-2-40. This dude's a 4-3 flat. And I'm like, and he's not. And I used to say what I played. I'm not just saying it now. We used to say it in the meeting room. The coaches would be like, you like you guys need to see his time. I mean, I, I clocked this guy. This dude right here, I know they got him listed as a 4-4, but I, I clocked him and he ran a 4-2-8. And I'm like, he ain't an all-pro. So he's a he's a four two eight wide receiver. He ain't made one Pro Bowl. He had made this. He had made um, all Pro. Hell, he splits time. He doesn't even start all the time. He just, then he, he can't just catch. Fa- he just fast. Yeah. Then I'm like, well, then I'm like, okay. Then he can't catch. He can't run routes. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. So, and that's how, that's how I look. So so that's what I'm saying. The confidence is what allows your ability to put you to the next level we've seen that with Goodwin we've seen that with players through the Niners years that you see guys you know uber talented 
but they don't live up to it. We saw that with um, Witherspoon. Yeah. We we saw we saw a loss of confidence affect his play. He didn't forget how to play football. He didn't all of a sudden become a bad athlete. He was still tall, lanky, twitchy. He still had he has that kid still has everything it takes to be a top end corner within this league, which is why they drafted him where they drafted him and put him on the field. And you saw it, but then the confidence. Yeah, change the way he played. I, that, so, I think with, he's gonna have a monster year too. By the way, I think he's gonna play well. I mean, he well, yeah. he's with the guy. I told you, Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll is, you know, one of he's in my top three teachers I've ever had as a football coach. I, I mean, I know how faithful feels about uh, feels about that guy, but remember, he's he's a he's a part of the faithful as well. That that dude learned his coaching as, as a Niner. His his entire philosophy is based around what he learned as as a, a niner assistant and it works <laughs> we all know it works yeah but he um but th- so that's gonna that's gonna help him but, but but back to that confidence thing that confidence thing in and and um 10 i want to see 10 um really let him hang and play like you're that dude and i and and it's gonna take some tough situations to see it's easy to do when things are going well easy to do because I mean, he's not going to be out there. He's not about the confidence. Guys. I don't mean afraid. He's not going to be afraid to play. We know that he, he can play. He's a football player. He's done it. He's been a quarterback. He's had success. All those things. But when things go wrong and you know that they are out to get you because they're out to get him. Of course, they want him to succeed. He's still on the roster. He's still the starting quarterback. So they want him to succeed. But they are not. I mean, they're not handcuffed to you anymore. They're you're you're you're. You you are officially a placeholder. That's okay. What are you gonna do with it? So that's what I want to see. That's that's what I want to see, and that's where I want to go. So I'm not. I don't think, um, like most, the, you know, Kyle saying, you know, we don't know who the starter is. Uh, come on, man. He knows. He knows. What what did I tell you about going to training camp? You go into training camp if you're a good football team. You got a 53 man roster to fill out. You know, 45, 48 of those guys. Yeah. Already, you you already know, and and the only way you can possibly know who those guys are, is for you to already know what position is going to who's going to be where. You you have your your board is already labeled. I guarantee you, if you walk into John Lynch's office right now, I've been in, I don't know if you ever been in the GM's room, but you go into a GM's office, they're gonna have the depth charts of every freaking team in the league. They're gonna have everybody's players. They're gonna have um. They're gonna have them color coded by um, years that their contracts are gonna come up and all these type things because they're looking at it to see like, wait a minute, do we want to draft somebody right now or do we want to go after this guy as a free agent, you know, next year? So all of those type things up. But they have they have everybody listed on that board who's gonna make the team, and there may be one or two surprises. You get one or two surprises every year. That's why I said 45 to 48, not 53. But one of those things, if you're a good football team, you're not guessing about, if you're a good football team, a coach. I mean, you're, um, your, your quarterback. Your quarterback, yeah. Yeah. You're not, yeah, you're not. That that That's not a coin flip. Like, that's that's not up for uh that's that's no. not a, that's that's not no. up for 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 grabs. No. I no, I'll, and, and yeah, go, go ahead, go ahead. I'll, I'll, this is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. I I I would just 
And just going back to your your point about um confidence, right? Like I like I was there uh Sunday, right? When they they played the Chargers and so Brandon Staley, the new head coach of the Chargers, he, you know, obviously he came over from the Rams, right? He was with Sean McVay, and, and, he, and he subscribes to, like, that similar theory where he's not going to play guys in the preseason. So Jimmy's going up against, you know, the majority, really all twos. I mean, there were a couple couple ones in there, younger guys, but for the most part, pretty much all twos in there he was going up against on that Chargers defense. So there was – he I, I, I saw what you saw in the sense that I didn't really see him look confident – um, and I was expecting maybe a little bit more just for the simple fact that the Niners did have most of their ones out there for the most part, and, and they were going up against the Chargers twos and, 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 and didn't necessarily see the results um, that I was looking for. So th- that that in itself was a little bit discouraging. Um, but, I mean, they were able to move the ball down the field, and then, you know, obviously he makes an errant throw, and then that's that's that. And, 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 and then you see Trey come in and – it was kind of a similar thing with Trey, like, you know, his first possession or two, and it was just like I was kind of waiting to be wild, right? Like, like all, you, all you've been hearing, all I've been hearing this whole time is like, oh, he's got to be the starter. Like, he's going to be the starter, this, that, or the other. And I'm watching, and I'm like, is this what the starter looks like? Um, and, and, like, I didn't really see that. And then he has that, that two-minute drive, and, you know, he executed that well, but you take that with a grain mm-hmm. of salt because, obviously, like, you know, those those situations are – I think those when when you go two minute drill, when you go no huddle, when you go things of that nature, those those situations are and just from what I've seen, just from my 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 gathering of knowledge, a, a little bit more conducive to you know teams being able to move the ball for quarterbacks to be able to have you know a little bit more success in, in those situations. Now he yeah. did. Yeah. He did show something. Like he showed some flashes on that drive, and obviously on that oh, two point okay. conversion. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, I, well, you know what I was going to say. But the thing about it, you know, I said, remember, I always say, confidence comes from doing. Yeah. And and I was actually impressed by that drive because, as you say, regardless of whether things are conducive for an offense in that situation or not, um, we've seen tons of quarterbacks, high end quarterbacks, not execute not that doing, situation. Right. Yeah. And he he went out and got his team into the end zone. I thought that was a very well-executed um, uh, two-minute drive. And, and he, he took advantage of what they gave him. There was some bad defense within it. That's not his fault. He's not playing defense. He, he took advantage of, you know, some, some messed-up coverages and got, you know, got a big pass out of it. So, yeah, I, I do give him credit for, for having a good drive. And then there. the two-point conversion, too, was was – Phenomenal, and then you see, like you see Trey, right, in that two-point conversion. They ended up calling it back. There was a, there's some penalty. I forget what the penalty call was, but they ended up calling it back. But it was like, okay, like that, like that's the, that's the ability, right? That, like, that's something that he brings. I don't give he, people credit. I don't give people credit for plays that didn't happen. <laughs> it would, but you, to me, I saw the the didn't happen. I saw the athleticism there. I saw I saw a dimension and element that Jimmy just doesn't bring, right? Like that Jimmy just doesn't have. And so Well well, I mean Jimmy possibly could have done that if an offensive lineman has had held. So <laughs> Well, so man, that's man, what I'm well I, 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 Jimmy did actually I, do it early. He actually did do I, I, it earlier yeah. earlier in the games. So I, I guess I guess so there, there's, so, a, there's there you a point. Go. So to that's that. what I'm saying. I, yeah, I'm, I can't give don't give guy credit. You don't get credit for plays that didn't happen. Don't don't do that. You, like I said, the two minute drive was what it was, but that other play never happened. So I can't give him credit for that. So because here, here's a gripe I have, Ed. Um, the, the this notion, right? Like. 
obviously, you know, Trey Lance is the new shiny object, right? Faithful want him to a lot of the faithful want him to start, right? They want they think he should be the starting quarterback. And I heard somebody say this the other day and it just really struck a, a chord with me. And I feel like we talked about it to an extent, but not maybe not necessarily phrased it in this way. Um why are why are Niners fans rooting against Jimmy? Like I have a problem with that. Right? Because he, I, because he's 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 in the colors, right? So Regardless of who Kyle says is going to be the starting quarterback, like regardless of who Kyle says is going to be starting any player at any position, right? Like you want to see that guy do well because if that guy does well, it's for the betterment of the team, right? Like like I remember, for example, I remember when Carl Malone came to the Lakers, right? I'm a big time Laker fan, right? Couldn't stand Carl Malone, but as soon as he put on those colors, I'm rocking with Carl Malone, right? You know what I mean? And that's and what I say, people people root for laundry, not people. You don't root for a person; you root for the the laundry. And and I just I just don't understand I just don't understand that aspect of it. Like, yeah, you may want Trey to do well, you may want Trey to succeed, and obviously, like he is the future of this franchise of this organization. But to be vehemently like rooting against Jimmy, like I just find that to be problematic, especially if the goal is to take six, and you feel like this is a championship roster, and you want the Niners to end up landing in and winning a Super Bowl, like why would you be rooting against the guy who probably at this at this stage, at this particular point where we are right now, has the best chance of helping you get there? Uh really simple, because these are the same people that were that blame him for losing a Super Bowl. So if he is the reason that you don't have six now, you made it to the Super Bowl, it's his fault that you made it to the Super Bowl and you didn't win. Jimmy overthrew that pass. And if Jimmy had played better, they would have won. And if Jimmy was a better quarterback, if he had more talent, they would have won. If Jimmy had done this, they would have won. So all of these things are the reasons why they lost the Super Bowl. So if Jimmy is the reason we lost the Super Bowl, we have a Super Bowl team. We can't win a Super Bowl with Jimmy. Put somebody else out there. It's the polarizing position that he plays. It's the baggage that comes along with the failures or perceived failures that um, um, are, are he's been entrusted with because there are some that will look at the fact that Jimmy took, took Kyle's offense to a level that it hadn't been at as a Niners head coach, that he was a losing, losing coach up until that point. Jimmy – took them from that to what we see now as a possible perennial Super Bowl contender. Yeah. But he gets credit for the loss. And those same people are looking at him now saying, I don't want him there because he lost the Super Bowl for us. That's why I think it's in that. That's why he's in that situation. Um, I told you before the draft, so, and, and I, I got you as a witness. Like when, I, when they were like, what player should they draft here? What player should they draft there? What did I say? I don't care because I'm a root for whoever they, whoever's in the yeah, color. Yeah, you said that. I don't care. I'm, I'm, they, they can decide who's going to play. I'm going to root for the guys on, on the field. It's like most of these guys, on, I, I, what did I tell you? I'm like, I got to learn some of these kids' names now because I, I go by 38 and 29 and, you know, because I'm, I, don't, I don't need to memorize the whole roster and everybody who comes through. The guys that play, the guys that are going to do it, we'll get to know them. I'll get to know them. I'm not wasting my time until the teams are selected by the coaches. That's what they do. But that's but back to Jimmy and the people like they don't want him. They don't want him there. 
I mean, they are outspoken, demonstrative, um, and clear and concise. I don't want him here, and they don't want him here, and you can't win with him, which is ridiculous because all he's done is shown that you can win with him. Um, as a matter of fact, he's shown that he's the only one that you can win with under center um, while Kyle is calling plays. And um, you are basing your dislike for Jimmy and the team's chances um, on a, a maybe. Yeah. Because we don't know what Trey Lance can do yet. We don't know. Yeah, I just feel like, I don't know, it's just kind of hard for me to believe that, like, a rookie can actually take you to where you want to go at, at that position. Um, well, I've already I've already said, I'm, I'm on the record, and you know what, if I'm proven wrong, I guess what, I won't be mad. I'd be like, all right, all right, guys, I was wrong, y'all got me. But yeah, yeah. Um, I said it, I, I said it, you know, I'm already on record saying it, I said it. If you want, if you want to reset the quarterback position – and say it's time for Trey and we're going in a different direction and we're going to reset that window and all those type things, our championship window, that's what we're doing. I'm fine with it. Again, I, I'm going to believe the coaches. I think this is a good coaching staff. I think it's a great organization. Why would I all of a sudden bail out on your decision making when I'm all in on your decision making to this point, right? Yeah. So why would I bail out just because that happens? But, if you do that, as I said, you're resetting the quarterback position. You're not contending for a championship this year. NFL rookies don't win championships. If you don't believe me, check the books. Yeah. I mean, NFL history, rookies history don't win championships. Yeah, history, yeah, history just tells check us the books. The uh, game's too hard. It's too it's too hard to expect a rookie to come in and be that dude. It's, it's, it's just too it's too hard and that's too complicated of a position. And there's too much involved and too much, um, too too much pressure. Too many people you have to hold up. Too, um, I mean, this this is the de facto leader of your football team. He he has to be that dude. That's a lot of pressure to put on a brand new dude that's never been out there. That, that you, that's a whole lot of pressure, and I don't think you can do it with it. So. Everyone who's saying, I mean, I mean, it, like I said, it's fine. If you are over Jimmy, be over Jimmy. If if they decide, and if you decide that you want to start him today, start him today. But stop. But if he starts week one, I'm out on the championship. We now we're just watching to see how this kid develops and what he can turn into. You're not winning a championship. Yeah, you're not I, winning I'm, a championship. I'm, yeah. just, I'm just gonna go out there and say it. Like I, I don't, I don't. I don't think you can be a true member of the faithful if you're going to vehemently root against a guy. I don't care who it is. Oh, I, well, um, you know what? See, I, I see you, you and I are different in that aspect. Um, football is an emotional sport. It's a, it's, it's, you're all in with football. Like I've never been able to understand how someone can switch teams. And that's why I was like, you were never really a fan of that team. You can be a fan of the sport, but you were never really a fan of the team, of the team. because you have an emotional tie to your colors. You have an emotional tie to those highs and lows in the experience. It's the gladiator sport. And you live and breathe and die with those colors and you feel it. It's an emotional thing. So if you are a part of the faithful, 
that blames Jimmy for the loss. All I try to do is explain to you why his part in the loss is not as severe as everyone tries to make it. He played the game, so yeah, yeah he was the well, part I mean, of the you loss. already know how I feel about that, right? Like, I, I question yeah, those who yeah. blame Jimmy for the loss, right? Yeah, like, yeah, no, 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 no. But what I'm saying, if you're one of the people that do it, you have the as a faithful, you have the right to do so. You have a right to be disappointed in your players. That's part of the emotional tie that's there. It's it's a part it's a part of the ebb and flow um, of being a fan. I get that you live and breathe with your color, and it's like I gotta blame somebody. Because remember what I told you as Niners, we won as a team, we lost. It was somebody's fault. Then when we lost as a team, because if everyone did their job, we wouldn't lose. So whose fault is it? And and that's why I say it's really easy. The defense, it's the defense's fault that they lost that game, but people want to put it on Jimmy. You have the right, you have the right to do so. And as a faithful, you have a right to say, this is how I feel about this player. And I wish he had played better and he should have played better and he should have saved us. You have the right to do that. You, I, and and that is that, that I'm not knocking that, but for it to continue to the fact that I want this guy to fail in my colors, I'm not cool with that. Well, you, 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 so, and that's why I say that's where we differ. That's where we differ. I, I give everyone their, the right to have their own personal emotional ties to the color. It doesn't mean that I agree with you. It doesn't mean that I won't have a debate with you about it. It don't, it doesn't mean that I won't try to um, use my words and my facts to get you to see things a different direction when we have these conversations. But you have the right to feel that way see so that's the thing i'm not going to say you are not true faithful if you feel this way about guys no yeah there you do i mean because there were people that that, they were like you know um akela witherspoon is trash and he's this and he's that and blah 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 and i'm like okay guys but then i'm you know but also i'm gonna sit here and say like you know what he's one of the more talented guys that you guys have there he's going through a hard time this is that no his play it's of course his play is not good enough his play's not good enough. It's not acceptable. I'm sure he feels that way. It doesn't make him trash. It means that he's going through a bad spell. So, all, all so it does. So, so you know, it's the same way with me about that. If if you are like, I don't want Jimmy playing, that's fine. The the conversation is not for me to convince you that Jimmy should be playing. The conversation to me is then. So, what are your expectations if Jimmy isn't starting week one? So that that's what I say. That's what I say. You can feel that way. You, yeah. you have the right. You you care about the team. I'm not going to say I care about the team more than anyone else. I care about the colors more. Um, I, I'm, I'm not even going to say that. Just because I played, that mean I care more about the team. I'm not going to say that. Um, what I'm going to say is now let's have a discussion. What are your expectations? So do you truly – so you truly don't want Jimmy as our quarterback. Do you truly think that this is a championship team this season? Not down the road. Because guess what? Yeah. I, don't, I, don't know, I, who, I don't know if we're going to be here for down the road. <laughs> I don't know. Right. I don't know who. Seriously, I don't know. So for this season right now, who gives you the best opportunity to win a championship? And what are your expectations? So let's if we put Trey at the starting position, if they put Trey at the starting position, what are your expectations? And now, if you say now they can win a championship, now now that's a different. Now I'm going. Okay, okay. I think you bumped your head on something. Explain to me how you see that happening. Yeah. What, yeah, what, 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 how do you, how do you see that happening? Um, and let's go from there. So, so that's, that's my, that's my whole, whole thing on it. So that's why I said, that's all we differ. I, I mean, you can, you can be, you can 
openly root against people on your in your colors than still be there. I, I mean, it's just it's just a I, I, to me. I'm not gonna lie; it makes me question your understanding of the game. And that's why I would have conversations about it because that's all I would just question your understanding of the, of the game in whole. So some people I know it's not worth having a football discussion with because they don't understand football. I think some people who understand, they think they understand stats. There are some people who get all into the stats and follow the stats and they think the stats, you know, say everything that's necessary. Yeah, it's, it's like, it's like, um, Lenore, you know, like I keep seeing all these posts that he has this zero, zero percent, coverage thing on him and blah 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 zero he zero go he the goat so 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 goat. if you look at that so that's a stat <laughs> is that a is that a real stat that is a real stat it's a real so stat. that if you look at that if you look at that that means that he has just had squash out make them disappear coverage all across yeah. the board best ever and that's what that says now i watch the games i watch him play he got an interception on a play that was dropped on, that he was beaten on that play in actuality should have been caught for the first down chains moving Siri still going but the ball was dropped by the receiver he he got an interception in chase position on a ball that had been delivered um that he wasn't able to defend and it would have been the first down so now hit so you can say that that's a zero point zero percent coverage rate he was beaten on that play now, great job of him finishing and all this stuff, but his coverage on that play, he was beaten. So that's not a zero point zero percent coverage rate. Not all, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so that, that's yeah. what I'm saying. So it's just so that's why I say I would question some of the people's understanding of football and what you want to look at, because because when you start looking at stats and all these things, that's why I say numbers lie, people. If you don't know, if you don't know how they came about the numbers. And, and if you just want to go purely off of numbers, yeah, you can always find some things that say they work in this favor, but those exact same numbers, as I just explained on that one particular interception, I can, I can explain to you why that wasn't great coverage. It was a great finish. Yeah. It wasn't great coverage. But, um, he, but he ended up making, he ended up being a but good he made, finish. But he, he made, he made, but a, he play, made right? a play. He made he made the play. He made the play, um, and that's and that's the, the great finish. And that's the that's the job of being a really good player is being able to do those things. So now th this is not a knock on him and anything, but I'm just trying to use that as an example of understanding the whole game and coaching guys up and doing certain things. So so that's all. Yeah, if you, 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 you want to hit number, on Jimmy, yeah. you can make numbers say whatever, whatever you want, whatever yeah. you want to say. So, so yeah. And so, if you, so you want to hate on Jimmy, uh, AD, that, question, that, AD you questions your your understanding of the game. I, I question your allegiance, and I, I'll just leave it at that. Um, this is Believe Forty Nineers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. <laughs> he is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Aylock. Uh, hit hit me up on Twitter. Said, let me let me know. Let me know. Let me know why. Let me know why why you upset and you don't agree with my my line of thinking. I'm at R Haylock on Twitter at Watch Ray Ray on Instagram. My man Ed is at underscore Eric Davis underscore on Twitter and on Instagram. He is at Eric Davis underscore 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 repeat repeat repeat. Um. So before we get out of here, Ed, uh, my man D'Amico Ryan's uh, first year DC, um, uh -huh. 
he might have a situation on his hands and not necessarily a bad situation but he might have a situation on his hands and you talked about this a little bit last week in terms of uh Talano Hufunga going from preseason game one to preseason game two and taking that next step and now maybe potentially cracking the starting lineup Kyle Shanahan said something along those lines as well um you know following the game what did you see from from Hufanga and in in terms of him taking that step and, and what it could look like if if he could and him possibly being in into in that starting lineup um come week one um well he did what I said I, I I was hoping that he would play you know we had this discussion and I said I was hoping that he would play the same way he had played the previous week and I said if he does that we are beyond whether or not he's going to make the team and he went out and he did that. And it's like, okay, so that's the way you play. So we know the way you play is definitely NFL worthy. So that's not a question. So I saw that week one. I was like, okay, can he do that back to back? Is that who he is? So that's who he is. So now it's a question. This this next these these practices here and this next upcoming preseason game is this right now is a comfort command of the huddle um, and and um, leadership of the, of the men in that huddle because there are certain guys that have to be that dude in a huddle and it's simply because your voice is heard all the time so your your safeties you got to have a safety doesn't have to necessarily be both of them but one of your your safeties got to be that dude yeah that's talking and and knows what everyone else is doing because you hear his voice he's calling it he's calling um, formations. He's calling plays. He's changing calls as as guys go in motion or audibles and all these things. So it's a voice that you hear. So you gotta do that with a certain confidence and flair that the guys know you are that dude. So that's what I'm looking at now. And if he possesses that, I think they're gonna get him on the field because his play in the past has shown that he's capable of making plays and getting his hands on the ball. And I think they are going to give him an opportunity to do that. I really do. Um, there's, there's again, opportunities are given and taken. There's no one. I like Tart. I like Jimmy. I mean, we can go through all these things and, and who can do what and all these things. This is no knock on anyone. Um, it, it's they don't get their hands on balls. Yeah. They don't. They don't turn the ball over. Turn that getting that little brown baby is the most important thing. Huge. Your job. Your job on defense is to give that little brown baby back to the offense. That's why I prided myself on knocking down balls on third and four and third and seven and all this stuff. That's giving the ball back to the offense, making that play. I talk about that now. Well, you know, and I used to say that about um, I used to say that about Aaron Donald. You remember when everyone was like, Aaron Donald is the best guy in the league, and blah blah blah, and all this stuff. And I'd say, not yet. And play not yet because and everyone was like, look at what he's doing. I'm like, okay, but he's getting a sack on first down. But then, okay, so now it's second and long, and then they get five yards on sec on second and long, and then third down they get the first down. So that sack didn't matter. They still got the ball. They're still moving. Yeah. That drive still ended. So yes, he's getting those numbers. But Aaron started like, guess what? I'm getting a sack fumble. Yeah. I'm I'm I'm, yeah. I'm knocking down third down. Yeah. I'm getting a sack on third down. And that's why I said at the time JJ Watt was a better def defensive player because the way he was giving the ball back to him because I mean it was a year JJ had knocked down 16 passes and had 20 something sacks and and um a few forced fumbles and a three or four touchdowns. And I was like you can't tell me that he's better. 
because of the situation, because he gives one guy scores touchdowns, causes fumbles, and gives the ball back to his offense. The other guy is building stats. So that's so that's the thing that you you got to look at it. So Ufunga, if he has the if if he has an impact on giving the ball back, I think that gives him an opportunity to get himself in that line lineup. So I'm kind of looking at it to see. I'm I'm feeding. This is another reason why people should be listening to the Believe Before 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network is because we give you things like that. We were on that. Well, before we talked to us, go back and listen. We talked to his coach. Yeah. Told you about him. Hell, we talked to Trey Lance's coach, who told all of us he doesn't think Trey should play yet. The guy who knows him better than Kyle. He knows him better than everybody. They're they not ready for that conversation, ED. Don't, don't worry yeah. about it. Yeah. So, I mean, so, so, and, and I was like, I didn't say it. His coach said it. Yeah. And then I heard Kyle say he's not ready. So I believe them. So I'm not expecting him to start. Um, um, so that, that's just where I am. But Huff, I think. He's got a his, shot. His coach, he's got he, a shot. His coach, yes, his coach said that he had a shot. His coach said that he understands football and concepts and and um, as well as anyone he's ever been around. And he expected him to be able to come in and pick up on everything. And we've been seeing that. And um, that's the type of guy that you throw out there on the field uh, because you know he's reached a point where the only way he's going to get better He's, if he's done everything that he can do in the classroom, if he un, understands everything, and you're saying that right now he gets it like my other guys, then you put him out there and see just how good he can be. Because the only way he's going to get better is to play. I, and so I'm, I, I'm with it. I, I saw the thing that impressed me the most when I saw him uh, on Sunday against the Chargers was his communication. Now, I don't know what he was doing. I don't know what he was saying. Um, whether it was changing plays or what, like I have no idea, right? But it just looked like he had a command and a grasp of everything that was going on. And he's the deepest guy in the field, but I'm talking pre-snap. He's pointing out certain things to his backers. He's pointing out certain things to his corners. Like he's letting guys know, you know, he, he's, got the hand, he's got the hand signals going. He's verbalizing certain things. Um, like his communication was, was on point, and it was to the point where um, – you know, it ended up being it, it. It worked out like it was whatever the result was was successful for the defense. It was right, Summer. Exactly. So <laughs> yeah, Summer knows. So that like that that was the thing that stuck out. That was the thing that stuck out to me, and I was I was kind of blown away by that. In, in all honesty, for I mean, for this guy to be playing in just his second preseason game and and to be able to do you know things uh, of that nature, communicate you know from from that standpoint, and, and just look like he had a complete grasp and an understanding of what was going on, and it it took me back to the conversation we had with uh with Craig Nivar, his coach over at, at USC, um you know last season, um it was I mean it was impressive. So I I. I I think he's there, and I think D'Amico Ryan's and and and, and Kyle. I think they they got a situation on their hands, and and it's a, it's a good one, obviously, right? I mean, to, yeah, to that's have the this best possible of, situation. Yeah. Yep. But mm. I mean, he came in there as a fifth rounder and was like, "All right, I'm gonna make it tough on you." And and he certainly has so far through two games. We'll see, as you mentioned, if he can continue hey, to make that that step in, in in preseason game three. But I, I'm I'm excited about him. Um, I mean, the guy's a football player. Hey man, I, I played with a fifth round safety that turned out to be okay. So, um, <laughs> I I have no complaints with what round he was drafted in. It's just a question of getting that opportunity because a lot, as I told you before, first, second, third round, all those type things, 
a lot of that just has to do with actual physical makeup that has nothing to do with with football that's 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 why i always say yeah i go back to patrick peterson and richard sherman both hall of famers i don't think we have to have that argument or discussion about it but there's no question who the better athlete is that's why pp was drafted in the first round and sherm they had questions with sherm and all these type things had nothing to do with his ability to play so let's just see if that's how huff is that's the same thing it was with merton hanks had nothing his his athletic ability or let me mess with him his lack thereof <laughs> and his little his little skinny self i mean six two six two 170 pounds um his little skinny self that's why he was drafted in the fifth round had nothing to do with his athletic ability he's, he's dude's a dude is a baller we know that he's an all pro don't know why he's not already in the niners hall of fame i, I still don't get that um I, uh, I I I can go on record and say that I hate the way they do that. I hate the way they do that, and even how they there there is no reason why guys in my secondary shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. There should be somebody from my secondary, yeah, um, in those rings outside of Ronnie. Um, there should be somebody else in the in the Ring of Honors. Um, so um, but anyway, um, in anyway that that dude got it done. So let's see, let's see, Huff, you're up, you're up. I'm just trying, dude. I'm just trying to get six. I didn't want him to go take six. That's all. I hear you. I'm right That's there. All. I'm right there with you. Uh, Niners will wrap up the preseason Sunday against the Raiders. Uh, that game will be at the Field of Jeans. That'll be Sunday, 1 p.m. Um, and it's supposed to be nationally televised on NFL Network. So you know, all over the country, wherever you are, you should be able to. Uh, catch that one. Um, reminder to continue to download, subscribe, rate, and review. We're located wherever you find your podcast. If there's a like button in your particular uh, podcast subscription service, go ahead and hit that like button. Feel free to get involved in the show. Hit us up uh, on social media. I'm at our Haylock on Twitter. He's at underscore Eric Davis underscore. And on Instagram, I am at Watch Ray Ray. He is at Eric Davis underscore underscore underscore. Rinse, repeat, repeat, repeat. Uh, so, for my partner, Super Bowl champion Eric Davis, I'm Rashawn Haylock. This has been the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. We will see you next week. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.